You're listening to the Good News Gurus podcast, produced by the number one positive news website, Good News Network, sharing awe-inspiring stories from around the world and ruminations on how to be good and do good. Now, here's the show. Hey all, it's Jerry, founder and editor of Good News Network with our fifth episode of Good News Gurus, the positive pandemic podcast that you definitely don't want to be distancing from. We last spoke uh, together on Monday and today is Friday, our 14th day of quarantine. I'm so happy to bring in my GNN partner, Anthony Samadani. Hey Anthony, are you there? Hey Jerry, I am here. Happy Friday. He's in L.A. and I'm in Santa Barbara. Happy Friday. I don't know. I think so. It Still is. not very good. I've been up and down this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 at one point I was, I was just, you know, kind of lonely and despondent. And uh, I, I just had an idea. I was actually listening to the Dave Matthews live concert from his house he just had his guitars and ukuleles, and, and he was so uplifting. He was talking as I was in this mood about helping others and stuff, and so I got out my pastels and some paper and made a big sign for my front window, which is right on the street, and it says, stay safe with a big heart. It felt yeah, really good. Yeah, it felt really good. I mean, it also depends on how you're social distancing, right? I mean, some people like you, for example, are quarantined by yourself, right? So you do have yeah. you have that those moments. I'm sure um, I'm quarantined with a uh, uh, quite a bit of people, um, <laughs> so it's it's a different it's a different experience. Um, it, it has its it has its absolute pros, but ultimately, some I mean, but not ultimately, but sometimes it has its you know its its um, mood swings, I should say. So yeah, we're all adjusting. But I think yeah. um, two weeks in, I'm, I, you know, we're feeling better. Like we have some positive. Uh, we got my kids finally on a school schedule. Um, that seems to be working pretty well. Good. That's good. Yeah, doing more family dinners on time, I think, is pretty cool. <sighs> yeah, it must be yeah. much easier. Much easier. Is uh, uh, Erica staying in the house and working the whole time, or did she ever go out? Uh, we try by five o'clock. We try to go on a walk um, before dinner. No, so I mean, she she isn't she isn't having any business meetings. No, no, no. From That's from great. seven, I mean, she wakes up at like five thirty. From seven to she's working, and I've I've noticed a couple people I've talked to who are remotely. Obviously, everyone remotely working. They're actually working more. Yeah, they feel like <laughs> so. This idea of finding all this extra time to you know get that extra habit or learn that extra schools uh, skill set. Um, Quite, quite hasn't for quite, some of us yeah for yeah. some of us we're just so busy i know i was also listening to a bill burr podcast he's a comedian and he he's positive from boston he's talking about how to stay positive um but he's also he he was really mad that a lot of people are whining about having to be home the people who used to go to work and then now they're having to stay <laughs> home he's he will have none of it you know that you're whining that you're at home you have you have uh, water and electricity and uh, he's he would have none of it it was hilarious um, but so yeah i'm a but i know my friend joseph who by now everyone knows is the, the man who brought me toilet paper and all up 
kinds of other things. But he, he works, he goes to the house across the street, meets with my neighbor, and then they drive off to this construction job. And and I often see him, them arriving back home. And I, I get a, I have to get a hug. I mean, I'm in the house so much. I just, you know, again, throwing caution to the wind, I just have to get a hug from, from Joseph. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting with Jobs. Uh, Tobias Tubbs, a, a guy that I can't wait to interview one day, He uh, he's a gardener. I mean, uh, and he's him and his mm. partner is just them two. And they go to some of the richest houses in Beverly Hills and just work on the the gardening and the heat. Oh, nice. he just, it's so refreshing to him. And, and he's like, look, as long as they, they still have me. And I said, well, I guess I could be considered an essential. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Well, that's one of the things I, I did get done, which um, was amazing, was the other day I dug up a whole plot in the garden that was all weeds um, and then emptied my compost pile, put all that dark dirt on there, and I'm going to plant some uh, of the seeds that I have in the house. I have I beets and arugula, so I was – Happy about that. And then I got, you know, I got a lot of exercise doing that. My back hurt just for a little while, but it's, it's great. Um, and I think, I think another thing is, aren't you finding yourself, at least we are more, I mean, you're just so, so much more conscious of what we're eating because, you know, you don't <laughs> want to take too many trips to the grocery store or even oh, here, yeah. at least in LA, um, online groceries, uh, there's, it's hard to find a time and date. So uh, we're just a lot more conscious of what we're you eating. Mean, you mean, you mean, you mean, sorry. Do you mean that they're they're so busy you have to schedule a time to have groceries delivered? Yeah, so about a week ago, you can order Amazon Fresh or you can order from Ralph's or something they would deliver, you know, their normal two-hour sort of grocery store delivery. And now if you go on, there's no times to schedule, meaning and or like Target, you can order, but they said you have to be available, you know, for substitutions because they may be out of what you want. Um, mm. so it's just, I, I, I just find ourselves again, a sort of silver lining is that we're just a lot more conscious of what we're eating. Well, I put up a post on, on GNN because I am just, I'm snacking out every night. It's terrible. And so I asked for some tips from our fans and they, there were so many helpful tips. Um, and the best one though, was reminding me how, if you drink water, if you're, if you're feeling like I want to grab a snack and if you have water and someone else says tea, um, it does satiate that appetite and it's a great, it's a great, uh, go-to now. I haven't done it <laughs> and I'm drinking every night too, sitting there working, uh, on my computer and having cocktails. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I did finally, I went out. Um, to support a local bakery, I ordered some things on the phone. Then they put it outside on the sidewalk, and I picked it up. And then, um, and then when I picked up my car from getting some body work done, I drove to the store, and they had a whole shelf full of toilet paper. So yes, I have <laughs> toilet paper. Nice. Awesome. People weren't even you know diving for it. It was fantastic. So I was really happy about that. Yeah. If it feel good, but I think it's fascinating. This whole this whole thing is so fascinating. The way people are are their attitudes. What what are are we evolving in our attitudes over the two week period that we've been in the house alone? You know, was it are we like going through the five stages of grief, like denial, and yeah. <laughs> depression and anger, <laughs> but. You know, that's why we have this podcast is to um, to help people look on the sunny side, look on look at the silver linings and also gratitude, which you just focused on. And we're all focusing on is we need to be grateful. 
it's bringing neighborhoods together too. There was this one neighborhood in Indiana who who sent us a story. Um, they set up I Spy, an I Spy game throughout the neighborhood. They started it on St. Patrick's Day where adults and kids um, either hung shamrocks in their windows or they did chalking on the sidewalks or their driveways. And then people who are walking out for walks in the neighborhood, they see how many they spy. And then they come back to that uh, neighborhood Facebook page and they report what, you know, how high their score was. And it became really popular. And now the... Res- and it was uh, started by Emily Nelson, a resident of Sunny Mead in uh, near South Bend, Indiana. And she said, we had a blast looking for things today. What a fun thing for us all to do. They did dinosaurs one time. They did Disney characters. So I thought that was sweet. I love that. I actually really like that. I'm going to uh, suggest that in our little our uh, community's Facebook group. I love that. It's a great idea. Because it's one thing you don't want to encourage people to get out too much, right? I mean, drive and stuff. But the walks are so important, obviously, for exercise and health and getting vitamin D. So I love yeah. that idea. I love that. I think it's a, it's a very creative, smart yeah. way. And I urge everyone to go if they want to be, oh, it's a heartwarming. It's so freaking funny. There's a story we just put up today, Love in the Time of Corona. Um, nothing can stop love, even distancing. This guy was in his house, is apartment building in New York and he spies a girl dancing with abandon on the rooftop across the street. And he, she looks kind of cute as far as he can see. So he starts this whole process of wooing her in these creative ways. Um, he first, he waved and she saw him, they were waving. And then he put his phone number on his little mini droid drone and he flew his phone number over to her. And then I'm not even going to tell you what the, there's three videos. Oh, I saw it. I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. The third video is amazing. What he it's does. So cool. and it's, it's so cool. You guys will not believe it. He Please liked, go to Facebook oh, or our website to check that out. That's goodness awesome. not GNN.org and look for love in the time of cholera. He absolutely woos this woman and they're so cute. Um, so, I, I love the idea of he's like, well, we may end up having a long distance relationship <laughs> from across the street. Yeah. I know he said, depending on how long this quarantine lasts, we might have a long distance relationship across the street. Yeah, what a fairy tale! It's it's just beautiful. So so definitely go check out those videos that he made for TikTok, and he's a filmmaker too. Yeah. So those videos are really good. Yeah, those are good ones. Yeah. So tell us. So let's talk about some of the most exciting stories. Yeah, businesses are becoming ingenious in their response to this mm-hmm. COVID. And so we're going to we're going to go for a, a list of things that are happening with businesses. I love this the the one about the California restaurant, Tootsie. Mm-hmm. I think it was called Tootsie, right? Tootsie's in Tootsie. Stanford. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Palo Alto. Um how they they created, I mean, it was both a great marketing um endeavor as well as something to give back. But um they so they were. I think the the owner had to lay off some staff because they had to yes. close, right? And they're mm-hmm. they're just dealing with um you know every issue that restaurants are dealing with, mm-hmm. and it, so what they did is uh, in continue their takeout and delivery service. Tootsie's restaurants um, have been using their catering services to feed doctors and nurses at local hospitals, and um, what was the uh, he put out a Facebook post? That's right. Um, the owner, and he said. I'm starting a pro- an adopt a doc program, adopt, yes, adopt a doctor a doc. or nurse, and the his audience loved it, and they had um, 
I think it's well, a TV station in um, in uh, San Francisco did a story, and they grabbed one of his fans who bought who paid for two thousand meals over a week for these doctors and nurses in the and the restaurant Tootsie's owner says we're more busy now than we were yes. before, b- before the virus. So they they've uh, there's great pictures of these meals. Um, being delivered to doctors and nurses. It's like a, um, like a pledge program, adopt a doc. And they also got to hire back some of the staff that he had to lay off. Yes. Yeah. That's super cool. cool. Super cool. But he did recommend that every other restaurant tries this adopt a doc program. So I think it's important that if you're listening, spread the word about adopt a doc. I think that's a, it's a really cool way uh, for like Jerry, who said earlier how she wanted to support her, you know, you wanted to support that business. Uh, what a great way to support a business knowing that you're also uh, um, helping the first responders. And everybody loves first responders. I mean, in this time, I want to just uh, veer off here. We got an email from Rhonda Zimmon in Sunnycroft, East Sussex in England. And she described the heart-stoppingly beautiful moment last night when all over the UK, everyone stood at their doors and windows at the same moment to cheer on healthcare workers from the, from the National Health Service. She said, we live in a small village and though we wouldn't be able to, we thought we wouldn't be able to hear anyone else. And instead we heard clapping and cheering that went on and on. It brought tears to our eyes. I've never witnessed anything like it in my life. There's all sorts of videos online where these, these, uh, this, this nurse goes, brings his staff outside at that moment. And they just were all in tears because the entire neighborhood was cheering for them. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, really, you, you know, I've seen images of doctors, you know, helping Ebola and other, you know, SARS and it, you know, and I hate to admit, but it felt foreign, you know, it felt like it was just a different place, a different time. And it didn't, it, it did, you know, I, although yes, we're maybe more compassionate and sympathetic. Now it's hitting home. And I think that's what's so different about this. Uh, I was talking to my neighbor the other day who was just trying to balance the fact that is she going to go back to work, is you know, juggling her two kids, school, all these things. And she said, you know, it's a weird, comforting feeling that we're all in this together. You know, it's not even like LA or California or Virginia. Yeah. It's the whole world is dealing with this mm-hmm. at the same time. There's some comfort in that, that we could then pull our resources and come together. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, back to these businesses that are finding ways to help, uh, Cottonelle is making a 1 million roll donation to United Way's Community Response Fund along with $1 million. I thought Love that was that. a good one. Ford is teaming up with GM and GE, retooling some of their manufacturing facilities to make respirators. That's 3M, 3M, not GM. Oh, no, I said, I thought I said it's GE, GE and 3M and Ford to make respirators. This reminds me of World War II, where the whole of America just started turning their factories into things that, that were really needed at that time. Yes. And that's, uh, we've talked about, uh, um, we talked about respirators. Uh, That great story of James Dyson, the founder of Dyson Vacuums, who in 10 days was able to create a uh, a ventilator. And um, the UK government ordered 10,000 of them. And he just donated 5,000 of them to the relief efforts. I think that was an awesome story. Yeah, he made it in, in 
10 days. I love that. Later. An- yeah. Anheuser-Busch, instead of making their crappy beer, <laughs> is converting some manufacturing to make hand sanitizer. I love that because I can't find any still. And the hospital, and, and they're making them for the hospitals. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a great story. The Gap, um, the Gap is using yes. its factories to make masks, gowns, and scrubs for healthcare workers. Yeah, good job, Gap. And uh, what about our, you know, our one fan, Nicole? I mean, she remember when she emailed us? Mm-hmm. Uh, she said the ten employees at Social Media Marketing World decided that instead of laying any worker off because of the virus, they would instead all reduce their pay to minimum wage so that everyone could keep their job. Nicole S. Bodu, I really appreciate that. We love hearing those stories. Um, yeah. That's that's you know that's not easy for owners of companies sometimes if they're especially smaller, mid-sized to do that. But that's a great story. Thanks for sharing, Nicole. Yeah. Um, okay. Most inspiring stories today. Go tell this uh, one. This one's awesome. Yeah, this is great. Remember, you guys, if you were li- if you're um, subscribed to our podcast, and by the way, um, I've mentioned that you do not want to be distancing from our podcast because you can get a lot. You can, it really is a mood lifter, and you can share it with others. But please hit the subscribe button. Hey, the news is we're now on Spotify and Google Play, so we're everywhere. Basically, iTunes everywhere. So go subscribe um, and leave us a, a review if you if you really like it. Uh, and tell your friends. So um, anyway, on Monday when we did this show, we talked about an L.A. magician, David Minkin, who wrote to the podcast saying that he was willing to give away free performances on Skype. And he's good. I saw one of his um, tricks on Facebook. and It was awesome. So so we get this email from a teacher in London. Uh, her name is Leanne Lacks. She was listening to our podcast while sitting at home and sending out work to her kids. And then she heard us talking about Minkin's uh, free performances. So she contacted him to see if he would be able to do some magic for the children of hospital workers that she and other teachers were looking after at Livingston Primary School in London. So they, what they do is they let, you know, they take care of these um, providers' kids when they go to work at the um, hospitals at their school. A few teachers get together. And so even though it was three in the morning on the West Coast, David Minkin still did a private Zoom magic show for the kids. And That's she so said cool. it, it was amazing. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, Jerry, how does that make you feel? That's the, that's what I, the power of spreading good. Like we were just talking, not knowing if any, who's listening. We know people are listening. Yeah, don't we don't know. Listening. if. Yeah. David didn't reach and, out. I don't know if anyone did anything. And you know, did. and now David and Leanne were connected to do good. I mean, it's just such a powerful mood then, lifter. Yeah. And, and even doing good for the people who are doing good, the teachers exactly. who are watching these students. Every oh, day. man. That is to me, if, if anything, to me, this right now, like that's the point of doing this podcast so far during this quarantine. This is really cool. Yeah. I really well, love that. I, we love, I love hearing about how people like it. Um, in fact, there was a quote I wanted to read that we got from an email from someone. Um, she, her, Linda M. wrote to me and she said, quote, I was depleted in spirit. I think you might actually be a lifesaver. So, uh, you know, especially maybe she's alone. Um, but 
she loved Good News Network and keeping her anxiety at bay. It's awesome. Um, here's something. If you have teens at home that are anxious or bored or have, you know, teen-related issues, a licensed psychotherapist and founder of Wellbeing Therapy Center in New Jersey wanted us to share an effort she's doing to help teens manage their depression and boredom and anxiety. Um, and it's, it's at a website called talkaboutrealthings.com. You can go there and you can, and teens from 13 to 17 can click on the um, webinar that's labeled weekdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. If you click on that, you can get into the, the free webinar and, and they can be anonymous and they can input their questions. And not only does this um, clinical psychologist, Lauren Muriela, host it, but there are teen mentors who are answering questions about, you know, what if, what if our prom is canceled? What about graduation? And other issues they're talking about is um, their parents lost a job, so they're feeling nervous about that. If any teens want to join, it's talkaboutrealthings.com. I love that. Everyone, I mean, we're, we're going to, you know, we're, I think the other thing that we just did today and we'll do try to do every time is, is, is focus on these, these, uh, the, the Minkins and those who are given these free services and opportunities. I think it's important to share. Yeah. There's so many, I can tell you what McKinley is, and I are inundated, inundated with notes. And I'm sorry to anyone who we don't get the chance to put up their local efforts, but it, people are just amazing. They're doing things all over the place. Yeah, it's really. Um, cool. I really, I was really happy to that our Joanne's fabric story did crazy. Um, five million, I'm sorry, uh, half a million hits on that story, um, and a lot of people are getting f free fabric for their face masks. Um, That's so cool. Through that, there's a lot. Have you? I think after we talked about, it, there's been a lot of this efforts of home sewing for masks. I think it's a oh, really yeah. cool thing. Oh uh, yeah, yes, we're you know, back to, I'm sorry if we can't get to your things, but yeah, a lot of people who are writing us are, are writing about sewing masks. Also, there was that one, I put it in our morning jolt, a free newsletter this morning about a couple who, who published free, um, a blueprint for printing 3d printing face masks. They're, they're clear masks that come way down below the chin that really can keep your keep the air from, um, I, what do I want to say? The spittle in the air, the aeros, the, the drip droplets in the air, whatever they're for healthcare workers and other, other people. And, and hundreds of people use their designs and all these 3d printers at home are making these things and giving it's them. So cool. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. We got a letter from Yolanda Sander. Um, she, she wrote and just says, my hero, is Carlene. Yolanda's mom is 87 and lives in California while she, the daughter, is self-isolating in Michigan. And, and she, she was worried about her mom, quote, she had hardly any food and an angel from Palm Springs went grocery shopping and delivered the items to my mom and even paid for them. A total stranger helping my mom gave me peace of mind during this horrible crisis. I will never forget her. Aww. Just keep sharing, keep sharing these incredible stories. So kind of, kind of back on the 3D printing innovation. I mean, that's another shout out. If you have a 3D printer at home, you got to check that article out. It is, it is so cool what you can do for that. Um, 
I love the story of, you know, everyone's hearing about the shortage as we just talked about sewing, uh, specifically the N95 face masks that actually block the coronavirus for the healthcare workers to use. Um, so some researchers at Duke Health Research in North Carolina, clinical research, they, they, what they did is they took existing decontamination methods that aren't normally attributed to face masks um, and applied it so that now they're able to use a decontamination technology and method um, to actually clean these N95 masks. And it just hasn't been done before. Um, and so just taking, again, existing technology, we talked that talked about that on the last podcast, that sometimes it's not necessarily inventing new things, it's just reinventing sort of methods or method, methodologies of how to do something. Yeah. So I just yeah. love that, how they're taking this existing decontamination process and applying it to these masks so that they actually can be reused. And yeah. I thought that was super, super innovative. Yeah, that would um, be great. And so hopefully other doctors uh, and hospitals can use that around the country because we are, you know, because that way you could, you know, have to keep, keep relying on the, on the they're new, using, uh, new mask. Yeah, they're using hydrogen peroxide. Um, and they say that it, it kills germs, including viruses, without degrading the mask material. So cool. The other innovative art article that I loved in the news was, and this is just an interesting thing that Governor Cuomo is really excited about for New York, mm -hmm. given the epicenter, yeah. that uh, there's, a, there's a new, um, I think the FDA has approved this yeah. uh, con convalescent, how do you pronounce it? Um, it's, well, it's a blood plasma treatment yes. that um, draws blood out of the individual who has already recovered from COVID-19 and they've built up an immunity, and then it, it takes the antibodies and then injects it into the sick patient so that the antibody can uh, attack the virus in the new host. Oh, I mean, freaking amazing. It, I mean, it makes so much sense. They said it doesn't always work, obviously, mm. for every virus and bacteria, so that mm. there's there, now normally, again, this might have been taken 10 years to, or how years to get this uh, approved and go through the process, but... Governor Cuomo and the FDA are fast-tracking this, and they're actually mm -hmm. making it available, I think, they're, as we speak, they're, to no, those who are in critical they, condition. They, oh, are they? they yeah, yeah. I know they started, yeah, they started human trials. So Yeah, yeah the trials are for those who are, are in massive, you know, like very critical conditions. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's scary about this virus is that it doesn't give you much time if you, if you, if you do fall ill. And so um, hopefully we get some good results that we can report from that next week. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to be grateful for, um, even in these scary times. That's right. Ooh. Let, me, uh, let me do the lightning round. I mean, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, Anthony, do you have any... Do you have any advice for people that are too scared? Like my girlfriend called me and her son works in a hospital and he is giving her updates that are kind of scary about them running out of, of protective gear and stuff like that. And by the way, Calvin, if you're listening, stop telling your mom these things because it's getting her very nervous. And I told her to, um, to to stop because she's she's clicking on all the negative news headlines that are coming through and she's already anxious right so i said please try to stop that and not not read de the details of these things 
Well, yeah, and I think ultimately we've talked about this at length, Jerry, prior to this and in general, but more so now is that fear is more contagious than this virus even. And so I think that if you allow yourself to consume, it's it's, it's a scientifically proven now. I mean, if you it, it, you are a little bit of what you consume, both you know what you put in your body and what you put in your mind. And so, yes, be aware, like you always say, you know, be aware of the hard news, be conscious of it. But unless you're going to churn it into action, for example, mm-hmm. you hear that there's a low amount of masks. Yeah. Okay, and you're going to put that into action by sewing more masks. Or yeah. you hear that the elderly can't get food, so you're going to go out there and help and get groceries. Or I think if you're a, if you're that type of person who has the ability to transform fear into action, then it's then it's okay because you're because again you're using it for a positive uh, reinforcement. But if you just sit there and wallow in the situation that makes you feel you can't do anything, helpless, you know, you can't, helpless yeah. then you're just gonna it's gonna eat you and it's gonna get you before it gets you. Yeah, and and um, so be aware of your own. Uh, stat- status. It, right. Some people, it may not affect at all that they're reading if they uh, are con- continuously consuming this news coverage. But like my girlfriend, she should be aware that it's not, it's not being good. It's not good for her. It's not helping. It's doing damage. So she, I think she needs to, um, you know, she's, Certainly, she lives in a great spot. There's a there's a bluff overlooking the Pacific Ocean. That's a you know she just walks out of her house and and walks her dog out there. She says they're packed. The bluffs are packed with people walking um, their dogs and and getting out of the house. Um, well, you brought up a good point, Jerry. I think about like we're not all created equal. Self assessment, like, yeah. Self assessment, like Corona. We know there are the vast majority of people survive right? Some people have very little symptoms. Some people are asymptomatic. So there are people who, and then people who fall ill. So you just got to do your self-analysis. And if you're able to handle it and put it into action, good. But for the majority of us, it's just not good to consume all this negativity. And I hope um, people take this and enjoy our conversation. Because I'll tell you, Jerry, doing this conversation and putting this the onus on us to come up and talk twice a week, at least to do these podcasts, it's helped me. I mean, it literally has helped me. And I know yesterday, I can tell you're in a little bit of a funk and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And and, and I try to pick you up and you pick me up when I'm going down. And and I think that's the, that's the key to all of this. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that uh, Dave Matthews show turned me around. He was raising money for a charity. Um, The chef, the chef world world chef kitchens or something like that you know that guy who always yeah. is it garcia what's his name i forget my my editor loves him um but that that did pick me up but before that it was like the prospect of doing of talking to people about good news just i was like not interested <laughs> I, I, I was like we're doing a podcast today you're like I got nothing to talk about. Um, <laughs> but listen, that's that. And you just understand. Thank you, Dave Matthews. If Dave, <laughs> come on our show. We love to interview you. Um, yeah, but thank you, he, Dave. He had that. such great philosophy about, about people coming together. And uh, oh, he's just adorable. Loved yeah, it. I'm going to talk he's next. A, he's a Virginian, you know, he's yeah. in Charlotte. I mean, I went to Dave him. Matthews at old bars back in college, I oh, mean, in, in high school days when no one where knew did, who he where, was. Did you go to Charlottesville? Or I went to George VA? Mason, George oh, Mason. But yeah. in Fairfax County, David oh, would yeah, play in these small dye bars. Oh, would he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's our 
That's our homeboy. Yeah. Um, one time McKinley and I went to a, there was a class being given, you know, he has a winery there. Um, it's called, oh, I can't remember what it's called. He, he has a, a, a vineyard and a winery and they had a class on how to make che- and cheese making class. So McKinley and I went to learn how to make cheese there. It's awesome. And it was in this little chapel on the property where Dave Matthews got married. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, really I love good. David. Yeah. Um, but listen, I think uh, next week I'm going to uh, talk about the next podcast. At least I want to talk. I read this great article and I'll compile, compile a list of amazing innovative companies that are that come out of different uh, recessions and and um, mm-hmm. and environments because there are going to be a lot of innovative entrepreneurs that are going to spring up. My bro, I was talking to my brother earlier this morning. He's in the healthcare industry, more in the lab business. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, Anthony, it's amazing this morning. You know, he's like, what I'm hearing in my company, what is ten years at least have been fast forwarded in uh, technology over the last couple of weeks, wow. like just regulations and opportunities to help and innovate. He said, I think it's at least 10 years we've advanced. And uh, so that's an exciting thing to see in the next couple of years and, and adapting so that, you know, when we do face another pandemic and just, we have to assume that this is going to happen again, we'll be more prepared and ready for it. Um, yeah. One, um, I, I remember one, I did, sorry, guys that I didn't uh, put it on my podcast right away and I don't have the names, but someone wrote to us saying that her boss um, got, got her employees ready for the pandemic. She paid for all this new nutri- all these nutritional products so that uh, the, uh, the immune systems of her workers would be boosted. Is that awesome? Mm. I mean, so. that, that could be, you know, I mean, you talk about, Healthcare, what what we want in our country? Yeah, how about some immune boosting, t- uh, free free immune boosting things, or you know at least affordable. So, but also I want to remind people right there that vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, it's huge. You've got to get your level up to where it should be so you can um, boost the immune system. One guy, t- uh, scientific study, double blind placebo study showed that. Someone who has enough vitamin D is 70% less at risk for lung respiratory issues, either bacterial or virus, if you have enough vitamin D. I was so, yeah. told by my doctor that I am vitamin D deficient yesterday. I was I was three years <laughs> ago. I, yeah. I oh, yesterday you were. Yesterday, really? yeah. So I have oh, to shit. get it on big time, yeah. I, right. I, w- I, I was told three years ago and I, I started taking the things and then I dropped off. But boy, I, in the last month, I've been taking them every day. So, yeah. I, I go, ready. Go ahead. Yeah. I would just say if you want the best vitamin D, liquid vitamins is, oh. is it, li- li- oh. li- vitamin D. We'll put up a code on our site. It's uh, for a good discount. Oh, I've also been using our Purite shakes every morning. Mm, I yeah. love those things. I use it every morning. Drink it today. I feel really good about um, getting all these kind of little probiotics and all I know. these little yeah. all, all these your greens, bioflavins. See that? <laughs> yeah, the greens because I've just been awful. You know, you say you're. I bet you I would be eating much better if I had someone here in my household. Yeah. I would definitely be making the greens more and making salad. Yeah. I haven't had a salad in freaking a month, I swear. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to get the purite shake in me in the morning. Yes. At least I feel like I've done yes. right. Well, it's great to see you, Jerry. I'm glad you're feeling better. And, uh, okay, let's do this lightning round, Jerry. <laughs> All right. This is regarding business these days, especially if you're out of job, a job, listen to this one. Okay. Unilever is taking care of not only its workers, but also its vendors and retailers by committing $580 million in cash flow relief for the COVID-19 epidemic. Food manufacturing giant Mondelez says it will in increase hourly wages by two bucks an hour and will pay weekly bonuses to their sales team now through May 2nd. And more than 10,000 workers will all receive two weeks of additional paid leave at 100% pay. Netflix recently announced that it has set up a $100 million relief fund for cast and crew members put out of work because all their studio productions have been halted. So they, they've got $100 million in relief going to those people. Are you looking for work? Grocery delivery company Instacart is hiring 300,000 full-service workers over the next three months to keep up with the demand for for, uh, from consumers at, in their homes. CVS Health is looking to fill 50,000 jobs to meet demand. Domino's Pizzas expects to hire 10,000 workers nationwide. Papa John's, another 20,000. And finally, my favorite, because I'm a big baseball fan, go Brewers. All 30 major league baseball teams collectively have pledged $30 million to help cover the lost wages of ballpark workers laid off. Incredible. That's some good news, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> we've, I think we've given him a good dose today, a Very dose good. of news to enthuse from GNN.org. Don't forget. And you know what we always say when we end the show. I want to, yeah, we want to give a shout out to Ocean Park standoff for our song, our theme song, just awesome. Please uh, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else. And you know what and we say. You know what we always say, Jerry. Yes. May good bless. Ciao, everyone. Take care. Bye.